Blog Talk Radio. My name is James Brandt, and I'm coming to you live from the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan area, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, The revival experience in Albuquerque last Saturday was awesome. Great group of people. It was a smaller group, but it gave ample time to have personal ministry. The presence of God was there. Uh, Strongholds pulled down, and God is just awesome. You know, God is into setting the captives free. I thank God for the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is at it. He is moving like never before on this earth. So I want to thank all all the people that I met in the Albuquerque, New Mexico area last Saturday, this last weekend. You all were very generous and uh, looking forward to coming back out to the New Mexico area. Oh, man, announcements, announcements. Get ready. The Hometown Revival Experience is this Saturday night, June 21st, going to be at uh, Rochester Hills, Michigan, at the Concord Inn, right at the intersection of Crooks and M59. It is going to be awesome. I got people who are messaging me saying, I can't wait to be there. It's going to be awesome. We got expectation. And God is going to move in a mighty way. So I am looking forward to the Detroit, Michigan area revival experience again this Saturday, June 21st at 7 p.m. at the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills, Michigan. Also, after that, the next scheduled revival experience is going to be Saturday night, uh, July 19th at 7 p.m. It's going to be in Houston, Texas at the Park Inn, the Baymont Inn, uh, North Hotel Conference Center. Uh, It's going to be awesome. already got people saying they're going to show up to that, and they are expecting the Holy Ghost to move in a mighty way. After Houston, the next one that's scheduled is Saturday night, August 30th at 7 p.m., in the Los Angeles, California area. I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott uh, at, in Santa Ana, right uh, kind of near the Santa Ana John Wayne Airport. It is going to be awesome. I always enjoy my West Coast trips and getting to meet the, my friends and partners over there. And hopefully I get to meet new people, new partners over there in the West Coast in the Los Angeles Revival Experience. So looking forward to it. Um, Also, I am, like I mentioned last week, I'm looking at other cities, um, and so I would like to get back down to the Tampa area in Florida. I'm looking to get up in the maybe Seattle, Portland, Oregon area, and uh, I just – Man, God has just put such a vision on my heart to take his word, to take his anointing. The anointing that he has given me, I mean, every individual in the body of Christ has, a, has an anointing upon them to do something. Well, the anointing he has given me, he has put a call on me to travel around. Also, I am looking at doing something in the hometown area, uh, the Detroit metro area, 
looking at doing something. I'm going to make a further announcement on that later on. Still trying to put some pieces of the puzzle together and trying to get light on exactly how God wants me to do things. But get ready. The Detroit, Michigan area, something is uh, brewing here. And uh, I'm just believing the Holy Ghost to move in a mighty and powerful way. So, so looking forward to my, uh, seeing my friends this Saturday night in uh, Rochester Hills, Michigan. So, all right. Well, let's talk a little bit about what God has been putting upon my heart. And, uh, and just, you know, my prayer is when I do this broadcast, when I do a, just a short teaching, just sharing a little bit, what the Holy Spirit is, is putting upon my heart to share. My prayer is, Lord, let the people hear not only what I say, but let them hear what I'm not saying. In other words, the words that I speak, let it ignite revelation and illumination on the inside of them. And Holy Spirit, give them further light on what I am talking about, further understanding, even beyond the words that I speak. So Holy Spirit, right now I pray for everybody listening. I pray that you would move upon them in a mighty way. And Holy Spirit, speak to them. Speak to them. Show them. Give them further revelation of what I am going to talk about today, that truly the captives would be set free and your healing anointing would be released. And Lord God, every person listening to this broadcast would walk in your perfect will for their lives and ministry. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, did you know that the word salvation... The word salvation, the Greek word that's translated salvation, sozo, I'm talking about, it, it's, it's translated saved, salvation. See, a lot of people, when they hear the word salvation, the only thing they think about is, hey, when I pass away, when I die on this earth, I'm going to live in heaven for eternity. And you know what? That's part of it, but that's not all of it. Did you know that eternal life begins... When you make Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life. And that word salvation, okay, that word salvation implies many, many different benefits. It implies healing. It implies preservation. It implies health. It implies soundness. It implies deliverance, spiritual and physical healing. That's what salvation is. Now, let me, let me tell you something. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, when a person dies, well, they're healed, right? They're fully healed. Well, that's not what this is talking about. This is talking about healing that's needed on this earth. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, man, the, the, the enemy has certainly come in to the body of Christ. The enemy has certainly deceived many in the body of Christ. Because, listen, if the enemy cannot stop you from getting born again, from making Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life, the enemy will do this next thing. He will try to keep you away from all the benefits of your salvation in Jesus Christ. And listen to me. One of the benefits is obviously when you die on this earth that you will go into heaven and live with God for eternity. That is awesome. That is great. I praise God for that. Amen? I thank him for that. But that's part of the benefit. That's not all of it. You see, God has not left his children helpless on this earth. Are you hearing me, somebody? God has not left. His children helpless on this earth. He has made a provision for every area of your life. Now, many Christians believe that salvation settles it all. Well, you know what? When you got saved, you just got everything, the whole package, done deal, over. Wrong. Because we live on an earth where there is spiritual laws, the law of faith. It is the law of faith that transfers that spiritual blessing into the natural realm. Now, listen to me. This is where many Christians get tripped up. This is, I'm telling you right now, this is it. If you want to know where most Christians are missing it, this is it in that area. Because God has made so many provisions for his people. It's an overflow of blessings here, but it's a provision that you need to tap into by the spiritual law of faith. The spiritual law of believing in your heart and speaking with your mouth. In fact, that's how you got born again. 
That is exactly how you got born again. You heard the gospel message, you believed it in your heart, and you confessed Jesus was Lord. That's how you got born again. And that is how you take hold of every promise and benefit of your salvation in the Word of God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, you know, I, I can hear some people saying, well, here he goes. He's talking about that faith thing again. You bet I'm talking about that faith thing. Every blessing that belongs to you in Christ hinges on you believing it and receiving it and walking in it. Are you hearing me? So I, I, I absolutely am flabbergasted when I hear a Christian coming against a, a minister or a believer who, who is who's teaching on faith? Who's who, I mean, this is this is Christianity 101 right here. When you talk about faith, and unfortunately, many some Christians, many Christians haven't even stepped into 101 class. Are you hearing me? Well, this is an invitation from the Holy Spirit to step in, step into everything that He has for you. I mean, so that whole salvation settles it all. In other words, everything that uh, God has provided, everything that the Lord Jesus Christ has provided through his death, burial, and resurrection. Well, just when you get born again, you received it all, done deal. There's nothing for you to do. Bull, you have to believe. <laughs> you have to believe the word of God. Now, why do you think Satan fights so hard at your thought life? That's exactly why, because he knows the importance of you taking hold of the benefits of the gospel of Jesus Christ in your life hinges on your thought life. And that's why uh, in Romans it, it talks about renewing your mind with the word of God, that you may know what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And if your mind's not renewed, are you hearing me? Listen to me. If your mind is not renewed with the word of God, you will not be able to discern that good and perfect uh, and acceptable will of God. You will not know. Your thought life hinges on this very thing. If you're not walking in the benefits uh, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I can tell you what your problem is. It is your thought life. Now, your thought life, someone might say, well, well, what about sin? Well, exactly. If you're walking in sin, I guarantee you your thought life is wrapped up in that life of sin. See, there is nothing that has come out of your mouth. There is no, nothing that you have done action-wise that first does not run through the filter of your thought life. Are you hearing me? So, you know, you know. Let me tell you a little deep theological secret here. Um, God is is smarter than you and I. Okay, so when you're reading His Word and He's talking about renewing your mind, uh, He means it, and there is a reason for it. There is not one word in the Word of God that is wasted. Every word in the Bible, every word in from Genesis to Revelation. Are you hearing me, somebody? Is in there for a purpose. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost all over this broadcast today. So you need to know, you need to know that there are some things that you need to do in your life to walk in the benefits of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love teaching believers. I love teaching and preaching the Word of God. And I love it even more after they get light on a subject, on a topic, and they take hold of it. They take hold. They reach out with that hand of faith. They take hold of it. They believe it. And when people in the enemy try to come along and say, uh, healing's not for today or deliverance isn't for today, they, they turn to that person, they turn to the enemy, and they say, ha, too late. Too late, sir. Too late, ma'am. Too late, devil. I believe it. I have a revelation of this. It is mine through the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm taking hold of it right now. Praise God. Now, if you have your Bible, turn to Romans chapter 10. Turn to Romans chapter 10. I want to show you something here. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. 
through 15. Romans chapter 10, verses 13 through 15. It says this, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent, as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Listen to me. So here it shows the importance of hearing the word of God, of hearing it preached, of hearing it taught. Okay? How shall they hear except there be a preacher? And then what I want to point out here is the end of verse 15. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel. It's talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of peace, and bring, underline it, glad tidings of good things. Notice it's plural, tidings, good things. Not just one good thing that when you die, when you go to heaven, that you will be in heaven for eternity. No, it says you're bringing that preacher, that minister that's preaching the word, that person, that Christian, that, that Christian that's preaching the word, is bringing glad tidings of good things. I don't know about you, but plural means more than one thing. Are you hearing me, somebody? So there are many benefits to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And many Christians have, have, have just whittled it down to one thing. And they sit back on this earth. And they take whatever the world and the devil are throwing at them. Brother, sister, you don't have to live with that bondage. You don't have to live with that sickness and disease. Are you hearing me? You don't have to live with that demonic spirit uh, afflicting you, oppressing you. Are you hearing me? You don't have to live with that bondage in your life. You are to be the head and not the tail, according to the word of God. See, here's the thing. When your mind is not renewed with the Word of God, you are simply you are simply filling your mind with the things of this world. But the Word of God says that the world is an enemy of God. It is an enemy. And when, you, when the world is filling your mind, that is feeding your flesh. Those mindsets that the world uh, are, are throwing at you, you are feeding the flesh. And the flesh is enmity against God. Are you hearing me? I can't stress it enough, brother. I can't stress it enough, sister. You need to get yourself in the Word of God. Yeah, but James, I, I, I just don't have a desire to read the Word. Yeah, I know that. Because when you're filled with those fleshly desires, the fleshly thoughts, the last thing you, your flesh wants to do is get into the Word. Your spirit man wants to get into the Word, but your flesh is, is acting stronger because that's all you've been feeding. What you feed becomes the strongest in your life. So here's what my advice is to you. You need to force feed yourself the Word of God. Are you hearing me? You need to force feed yourself the word of God. And I'm telling you right now, if you will do that, when you first start out, it's going to be, um, it's going to be a little tedious at first because, you, of course, your flesh doesn't want to get into it. But the more you read, the more you feed your spirit, man. And you will see that it will be the, the anointing, of the Holy Ghost will come upon you like never before. And you, it'll start chipping away at the hardness of heart. It'll start chipping away the hardness in your thought life, all those mindsets that are against the Word of God. Are you hearing me? And so as you force feed yourself the Word of God, oh, hallelujah, I feel the anointing all this, uh, over all of this. Now, as you force feed yourself the Word of God, you will notice a hunger, and a desire to come back, you will actually start to crave to read the Word of God. Don't believe me? Try it. I guarantee you what I am saying, it will, it will happen. Because as you read the Word of God, 
your relationship with the Holy Spirit. If you come to the Word with an open heart, your relationship with the Holy Spirit will, will go to a dimension of intimacy like never before. I said it last week on the, the broadcast, and I want to say it again. You need, many Christians need, to push the reset button in their walk with God and come back to the Word with an open heart. Are you hearing me, somebody? You have to come back to the Word of God with an open heart. Because, yeah, I know there, I know this might shock you, but there may be some things that you're believing about your Heavenly Father, about the gospel of Jesus Christ, that are not in line with the Word of God and the heart of God. I know that's a shock to many. Oh, but yeah, well, Pastor James... Uh, you know, I, I went to a church. My mom and dad took me to a church. I was raised in church all my life. Listen to me. There may be some things that you were taught that are not in line with the word of God. You have to come to that, that fact in your heart and in your mind. That, wow, okay, it may, that, that could be true. Okay, so when you come to that realization, that is a gift from the Holy Ghost. That is an absolute gift, and you need to, to get on your knees and just lift your hands and thank the Holy Spirit for revealing that to you. Because, brother and sister, listen to me, that is the first step of going deeper in your walk with the Lord and with the Holy Ghost. I mean, think about it. Many people live and die without even entering into the first uh, without even entering into the first phase uh, of their walk with the Lord, the first phase of their ministry. Are you, how sad is that, that, that someone can live so many years on this earth and not even begin to enter in to what God has for them? Um, sickness and disease. Sickness and disease was never in the original plan of God. God is not the author of sin, and neither is he the author of the fruit of sin. Did you know that sickness, disease, and bondage, the curse entered the picture on this earth in mankind in the fall in the Garden of Eden? Are you hearing me? When Adam and Eve, when they sinned, that opened the floodgates to the curse. So you could say it this way. Sin was the gate that allowed sickness, disease, bondage, and the curse to enter in. So it was never in the original creation or plan of God. Now, the Bible says that God hates sin. Amen? We all agree with that. God, is not, God does not like sin. He hates it. The Bible's very clear. So let me say this. If sin was the gateway that allowed sickness, disease, and bondage and the curse to enter this earth, God not only hates sin, but he also hates the fruit of sin, sickness, disease, bondage, and the curse. Are you hearing me? Now, that is the very foundation of, of, of the benefit of divine healing. That is the very foundation of deliverance ministry. Brother, sister, listen to me. If you miss that key foundational fact right there, you, you won't take hold of any, any, anything else up and beyond dying on this earth and going to heaven for eternity. But listen to me. Some of you listening to this right now, the light bulb's going off in your spirit right now as I said that. God not only hates sin, he hates the fruit of sin. So if, when you say when you hear a person say, "Well, sickness and disease," you know God allowed that person to have cancer. God allowed this. God allowed that. Or God gave them that sickness. I mean, that's that's a horrible thing to say. What you're saying then? Well, so God approves of sin, really? Well, how can you say? How can you connect that? Because sin was the gate that allowed that stuff to enter the earth in the beginning. It was never in God's original plan, and it's not in his plan today. And that's why we have all these scriptures that talk about healing, that talk about deliverance, that by the stripes of Jesus, hallelujah, you were 
healed. He made a provision. Some say, well, that's just talking about a spiritual healing. Well, it's talking about both. You really want to know the truth. It's talking about both. Not only has he healed us spiritually, he heals us physically. It's included in the gospel of Jesus Christ. You don't have to live with that sickness and disease. You don't have to live with that bondage. And here's the thing. You ready for this? Oh, hallelujah. Listen to me. Listen to me right now. We, as the body of Christ, we need to hate sickness, disease, bondage, and curses as much as we hate sin. Until you come to the place of hating those things as much as you hate sin, you're going to tolerate what the enemy is doing to your body and trying to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said in John 10.10, he said, it's a thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give life and to give it more abundantly. And the only way that Satan can operate in the life of a Christian is through deception. That is why he's called the thief. The thief doesn't play fair. He's trying to deceive you. He's trying to deceive you so he can steal, kill, and destroy you totally. Deception. That's, that's the enemy's plan to try to get to you. That's the enemy's plan to try to take you out of this life. Again, if Satan can't stop a person from making Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of, of their life and being born again then he wants to make your life on this earth as miserable as possible and try to get you to exit the earth before you make an impact for the Lord Jesus Christ on this earth. Plain and simple, that's the game plan, that's the game book of the enemy in a nutshell, right there. Oh man, I, I know I'm ministering, I know I'm speaking to people right now, the light bulb's going off whether you're listening to this broadcast live whether you're listening to this, the, the archive of this broadcast, the anointing's the same, live or archive. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Again, let me stress that one more time. We, as the body of Christ, we need to hate sickness, disease, and bondage and curses just as much as we hate sin because it's all it's all in the same category again those things entered the earth through sin when adam and eve sinned sin was the gateway that allowed those things to come in oh the holy spirit wants to minister to you today open your heart to him let him minister to you like never before allow the holy spirit Come on now. Allow the Holy Spirit to pick away at all the mindsets that you have been holding on to your whole life. It's time to pull those strongholds down. And I'll be back in a moment. And I'm live from the Detroit, Michigan area, igniting revival on the inside of you, pulling down strongholds that the enemy has planted in the minds of many believers. I'm telling you right now, he is a deceiver. He is a liar. He is the father of lies. 
and it is my mission and goal to pull his kingdom down, to cripple the kingdom of Satan, and to advance the kingdom of God, and see Christians step in to the perfect will of God for their lives. Hallelujah. I am talking today about salvation. I'm talking about healing. I'm talking about deliverance. Just kind of jumping around as the Holy Spirit leads me. You know, the interesting thing is, when I go and minister in a city, or in a local church, whatever, or even on this broadcast, the Holy Spirit is so awesome because he tailors every message to who is there. I can't tell you how many times I have heard the phrase, Pastor James, you are speaking right to me today. You know what? And that is just the Holy Spirit loving on his people so much to tailor each message at each location, at each city, at each local church tailoring it to those individuals. I'm telling you, God loves you so much. He just, your Heavenly Father loves you so much, you're not even stepping in, you're not even comprehending. His love is so infinite. And so when you're talking about divine healing and deliverance, there, if that foundation of of having somewhat of a revelation, how much he cares for you. Because, listen, many Christians get tripped up. Many Christians get tripped up on, the fa- on their relationship with their Heavenly Father because they equate him with their earthly father. And many, many individuals had a bad relationship with their earthly father, and so they transfer that in those mindsets to their heavenly father. So then if, if they're attacked with a sickness, disease, or a bondage, a stronghold, a, a curse, whatever it is, well, they, they think that their heavenly father is, is punishing them. He's thinking their heavenly father is, is, is given the green light for this to attack them, when that's not the case at all. Really what it is, it's the enemy coming against them. And you need to wield the sword of the word of God against the enemy. You need to put up the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts, those, those strongholds that, that come into the mind, where the enemy's whispering and throwing thoughts in your mind that this is from your heavenly Father, and you need to just take hold of it. Are you hearing me, somebody? It, it, it really is an epidemic. In the body of Christ. Now, I, I don't know why, but I've, I've been in ministry for over 14 years, ministering and doing deliverance ministry, emotional healing, and it, just in the healing ministry in general, and pastored full-time for almost five years. And let me tell you something. You wouldn't believe how quick Christians are. Many Christians are so quick to blaming things on their Heavenly Father. Instead of the real culprit, which is the enemy, the real culprit maybe that is even themselves giving place to the enemy in their life. Are you hearing me? But, but for some reason, they don't want to acknowledge the fact, number one, take responsibility for their own life and that they opened the door to the enemy. Uh, number two, they don't want to acknowledge the fact that the enemy indeed has maybe deceived them uh, or, or is just plain attacking them in their life. You know, and, and I think what it comes down to is this. If they acknowledge it's the enemy, if they acknowledge it's themselves opening a door to the enemy, then it makes them accountable. And then, then it, it, it's on them. But many times they want to push that aside and they just want to blame it on God. So the enemy was, is very successful in a lot of Christians' lives because he is trying to shift the blame from themselves or, or shift the blame even from, from him and his demonic spirits. Are you hearing me? And he wants to, them to get angry and bitter toward their heavenly father. Friends, this, this is a huge, this is huge epidemic. And many don't want to change. Many can read the word of God. <laughs> it's amazing. Many, many people will, will try to use the word of God to, to um, 
they they use the word of God to explain away the promises in the word, if that makes sense. Now, this is why, how can that happen? Well, it does. Trust me, people do this stuff. It's ridiculous. It, it, it's, it's a deception. People use the word of God to explain away the word of God and the power of God. It says the traditions of men make the word of God of no effect. In other words, it is possible for you and I to have mindsets, to have thought patterns that totally sever, uh, cut off the pipeline of the anointing and the power of God from coming into our life. And, obviously, cutting the pipeline from the power of God flowing out of our life toward others. Interesting. It is the word of God. It is is the the traditions of man that makes the word of God of no effect. So obviously the word of God can have an effect if you're not holding on to traditions of men. Now here's the deal. Who is the author of the word of God? The author of the word of God was not man. The author of the Word of God is the Holy Earth, was the Holy Spirit. So, how important is a relationship with the Holy Spirit on this earth as a Christian? Extremely important. Number one, he is the only part of the Godhead, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the only part of the Godhead that is on this earth right now. Number two, he is the author of the Word of God. So I don't know about you, but if you've read a book before and you have questions about the book and you want answers from the book, talk to the author of the book. He knows it better than anybody else. So quit, quit trying to go to um, you know, a person that doesn't even have a, a relationship with the Lord. Quit going to, come on, quit going to Google for your answers. Why don't you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal truth to you? The Holy Spirit wants you to know truth from the Word of God and wants to expand it to you more than you want to expand it to yourself. So I, I want to encourage every person, every Christian listening to this broadcast right now, stir yourself up. Stir yourself up and and really, truly press in and and talk to the Holy Spirit. Talk to him. Say, say, Holy Spirit, open. Before you sit down to read the word, I open my heart to you, Holy Ghost. Now open the word of God to me. Show me all the glorious benefits of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what belongs to me through the, the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, through his death, burial, and resurrection. I'm telling you, an invitation like that will not go unsatisfied. The Holy Spirit will meet you there. He will give you exceedingly, abundantly, above what you could ever ask or think. Blessed are those who hunger and desire for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Stir yourself up. But, but James, I can hear people saying, I don't have a hunger for the word. Well, again, I, like I said earlier, you need to force feed yourself the Word of God. Start force-feeding yourself the Word of God. I'm telling you. It's interesting. Um, Jesus, Jesus is, he he was our example. His his earthly ministry is our example. And it's interesting, the Word of God says that now that Jesus is uh, in heaven, that he is the head and we are the body. All right, are you hearing me? He, he, he's the head, and we are the body. We are to continue on with the ministry of Jesus on this earth. The, the miracles, signs, wonders, healings, deliverances, casting out demons, all of these things, the preaching, teaching of the gospel. I mean, many teach and preach a gospel, but it's not the full gospel. Oh, man, I'm telling you right now. You start preaching and teaching on healing. Well, healing just doesn't happen in my ministry. Well, how often are you preaching it? How often are you teaching it? Do do you even believe it? Listen to me. The enemy can sense. The enemy can sense when there is no faith on the inside of you. The enemy can sense when you are not convinced of a truth in your own heart. And that cuts the flow of the anointing. But listen to me. If you go in... And, you, and, and you're, you're sharing 
you're sharing just one-on-one with someone or, or with a group or you're preaching to thousands, whatever it is. The enemy and people can sense if you're not convinced yourself. But when you step up there and you boldly, are you hearing me, with boldness, preach and teach the promises in the Word of God. Don't step back. Don't cower back. I'm telling you right now, it, it, it builds faith in the people, and the enemy can sense that. Listen to me. Your faith, my faith, it changes a whole atmosphere. Just like fear has an atmosphere. Fear is faith perverted. It's faith in the wrong thing. But it creates an atmosphere around you. It creates an atmosphere when you're witnessing to someone. It creates an atmosphere in the room where you're preaching and teaching. The kingdom of God... Everything in the kingdom of God, everything in the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of Satan, in the spirit realm, I'm telling you right now, faith will release all of the resources of the kingdom of God in your life and in the people's lives that you're ministering to. It changes the atmosphere. I, I, I can't I, – I'm, I'm trying to get that point across. Feed on the word. What areas in your life are you weak at? Are you weak in spiritually? What areas? And you know what? Start feeding your faith now. If an attack comes to your body, you know, I tell you right now, it's it's better to have that foundation and strength in the word of God before that attack comes. And then when it comes, you're ready to stand your ground and, and fight against it in the name of Jesus. Are you hearing me? God God is trying to reach you. The Holy Spirit is trying to reach you today. The Holy Spirit is trying to knock down all those uh, those uh, thought patterns. That that belief system on the inside of you that is against the word of God. Again, it's time to push the reset button on the inside of you. For many that are listening, push the reset button. There's nothing wrong with pushing that reset button and going back to the Word and saying, Holy Spirit, I, I'm coming to the Word with an open heart. Show me things. Show me things that are not in line with your Word that I have believed all my life. He will. He will do it. He will do it when you're in your prayer closet. He will do it when you're reading the Word. He will do it when you're out and about, and, and he'll tap another believer on the shoulder to come and, and, and plant a word on the inside of your heart. And, and he'll do it when you're out in Walmart. Someone comes up to you and starts speaking to you and ministering to you right in Walmart. I'm telling you right now, God, God will go to – there are no bounds to the love of God where he's trying to reach you. Every person on, that has lived on this earth, every person that is on this earth right now that will live, God goes up and beyond to try to reach every, every person, every part of his creation. Hallelujah. Because he wants you to walk in the fullness. Like, again, there's so many provisions. Jesus Christ made the provision. Just like getting born again. Guess what? It says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever. God doesn't pick and choose who gets saved. It's whosoever. Every person on this earth is a whosoever. The, 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 God wants to reach you. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. So the provision to be born again is there for every person, yet every person on this earth is not born again. Why? Because the provision's there, but they still need to tap into it. How? Believing in their, believing in their heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He shed his blood. He was raised from the dead, 
and then confessing with their mouth that Jesus is Lord. That's how you get born again. The provision's there, but you need to take hold of it for your own life. And and so many people believe that about getting born again, but then they, they stop that belief system when it comes to divine healing. They stop that belief system when it comes to breaking strongholds and, and, and deliverance and, and all these other benefits in their life. Why? Because they're full of dead religion. They're full of dead religion that someone taught them that does not believe in the power of God, that does not believe in the goodness of God. Are you hearing me? That's what it comes down to. When someone doesn't believe these things, all these awesome promises, they, think they, they, they don't believe that God is good. But I don't know about you, but I heard in the Word of God everywhere I read that God is a liberal, liberal giver. But there's something he's waiting for you. There's something that the kingdom of God, every resource in the kingdom of God, the holy angels, the holy ministry and spirits, everything in the kingdom of God is waiting for you and I to tap in to the provision. And that is the job of the Holy Spirit. So if you cut off a relationship with the Holy Ghost in your life, you're cutting off the helper. He's not the doer. The Bible says that we, we, we as Christians are to, to be the doers of the word of God. But, it, but it, uh, Jesus called the Holy Spirit the helper. So the Holy Spirit's waiting for you to do something so he can help you with that something. Come on, somebody. That's some good preaching right there. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for reaching these individuals. Thank you for speaking to these individuals today. Again, I, 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 let me just hammer that point home again because it's so true. So many people, they take hold of that believing in your heart and speaking with your mouth to be born again. But they cut off that whole belief system for any other benefit or provision through the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Word of God says that all the promises in Christ are yes and amen. Do you know what you, you, you want to know something? Every promise, let me say it again, every promise through the Lord Jesus Christ is yes and amen, the Bible says. So what you and I need to do we need to put the yes and amen on, on each provision in the word of God. So many have put the yes and amen upon the born-again experience. Praise God for that. Hallelujah. I'm not taking away from that. That's awesome. Praise God. You're saved from an eternity in hell if you continue to live for the Lord. Are you hearing me? But many have not put that stamp of yes and amen on divine healing. And many, many have left this life early when they could have made a, a wonderful impact, living longer life. I'm telling you right now, it's a fight of faith. There is a reason why the Bible says it's a fight of faith. Oh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. Are, are you hearing me? There is a wrestling match going on. There is a fight of faith. And what you see in the natural should not dictate your faith. Your spiritual eyes are what dictate your spiritual or dictate your faith. Are you hearing me, somebody? So let me ask you a question. I, I, you know what? I want to encourage each and every person listening to this broadcast. Take some time. Take some time to sit down and write down the different benefits of the gospel, the provisions of the gospel. And I want you to, to realize, have I truly put a yes and amen on this provision in my life and for my family? I dare you to do that. I dare you to take the time to just sit down and say, Holy Spirit, with a pen and paper, Holy Spirit, show me the areas of my heart. Show me the areas of my life, the areas of my thought life. Show me all these areas. Show me all the provisions that belong to me through the Lord Jesus Christ that I have failed to put a yes and amen on. Listen to me. 
Listen to me real good. Jesus went to the cross for more than you just going to heaven. He went to the cross to give you a provision to live victoriously on this earth and to bring others into that kingdom of God also. That's what it comes down to. That's what it boils down to. And it all, in, in, in the very root of all of this, you want to know what the root of all the provisions of the gospel of Jesus Christ come down to? The boring inexperience, healing, deliverance, freedom from curses, freedom from poverty. You want to know, here's the root. You ready? The love of God. The agape love of God. And this is the love of God reaching through this broadcast right now. Saying, my child, I have more for you than where you are right now. You are the head and not the tail. You are a king's kid. Are you hearing me, somebody? There is so much more. So much more. Oh, God, it's so good. Recently, I was praying with an individual. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I was, I was praying with an individual, and he's been um, out of a job for a while, and, and there were some months here where he, I mean, I tell you what, it, it's real easy uh, to fall into a discouragement and fear, uh, especially when you see finances running out, and, and you may lose a home and, and your livelihood and all that good stuff, I'm telling you. And and every time I prayed with him, I always told him I, I had a vision on the inside of me where I seen him looking back and laughing. And I always when I every time I connected with him over the phone and prayed with him, I always had this oh man, this excitement stirring on the inside of me, like like he was just right there, right at the gate of this of of, of the breakthrough of of the the promise of God coming through and, and providing a provision for him. And just recently, he, he texted me. He said he went, went for an interview. And guess what? He got a job that was, that was um, that's amazing. What, it's an amazing offer. And I'm telling you right now, he, he did, he, he's done a wonderful job uh, of hanging in there continuing to press into God the the time that he had the time that he had you know because he wasn't working for a while he, he would press into God he gave God his all he gave God his heart and God came through brother sister I am convinced that many Christians let go of God at 1150 at the 1159 hour right at the edge of their breakthrough they let go of him. They give in to discouragement. They stop pressing in. They stop seeking him with their whole heart. And they forfeit what the breakthrough that was coming. And listen to me. It all comes down to this. It all comes down to the spiritual laws that you and I need to put in action in our life. Hallelujah. God is so good. Even through the storm, my brother, he, he kept the faith who I was praying with for this job. He, he kept the faith. And I'm telling you, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a scary thing to see in the natural when, when things are going to be taken away from you and, and all that. But he stayed close to God. All of these provisions, all of these benefits through the Lord Jesus Christ, through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, through his death, burial, and resurrection, all come from the one foundational thing that you need to take hold of right now. The love of God. The love of God for you. You, listen to me, you are not an accident. You were not an accident on this earth. You are on this earth for a reason. You are on this earth for a purpose and because you are on this earth because you exist are you hearing me god loves you so much you are his creation and the enemy loves nothing more than to try to separate you from him 
The enemy loves nothing more than to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy loves nothing more when you try to turn and point the finger at your Heavenly Father and blame Him for the bad stuff that's happening in your life. That's simply not the case. The fact is this, all of heaven, all of heaven, the cloud of witnesses, all of heaven is rooting you on. Your heavenly Father is rooting you on, rooting you on. The Holy Spirit, the helper, is there saying, do something. Do something. Activate this spiritual law so I can help you accomplish and take hold of this benefit for your life. Don't let him go. Friend, you need to press in like never before. I'm talking to some people right now who are getting ready to throw in the towel, who are at the 11.59 hour of their breakthrough. They're right on the bank of the river. And the Holy Ghost is saying, "Step, take one more step forward. Put your foot in the water in the Red Sea that is before you will part. Don't turn around. Don't turn around. Don't look back. Don't I'm, come on, somebody. You need to keep moving forward with God. Someone is listening to me right now. You have a, a sickness, a disease in your body, and, and you've been blaming God. Listen to me. That God has nothing to do with it. Father, right now I pray for that individual. I just loose your healing anointing from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Satan, I bind you. I bind the spirit of infirmity. I bind that spirit of cancer. I bind every demonic spirit coming against your physical body. Devil, I command you to loose them and let them go right now in the name of Jesus. I command every organ in your body to be healed right now. Holy Spirit, fill that place with your manifest presence and glory. Let your anointing just from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet just flow and bring wholeness to every area of their physical body, every area of their life. In the name of Jesus. Don't ever forget the whole foundation of every provision through the Lord Jesus Christ is the love of God. Detroit, Michigan, this Saturday, I'm going to be, this Saturday, June 21st, I'm going to be in Rochester Hills at the Concord Inn, 7 p.m., all of Detroit, Ohio area, come, come to this meeting, it is going to be a Holy Ghost party, hallelujah, I'm going to bring a word from the Holy Ghost, going to be ministering, the gifts of the Spirit are going to be in action, Houston, Texas, Saturday, July 19th, coming to your area at 7 p.m. at the Park Inn, uh, the Houston North Hotel and Conference Center. And also West Coast, get ready. Saturday night, August 30th, 7 p.m. I'm going to be in the Los Angeles area. Actually, Santa Ana, California at the Courtyard Marriott. Right by the Santa Ana Airport. It is going to be a live wire, somebody. I am excited. I am pumped with what God is doing in this ministry. And I just want to be a blessing to you. If anybody uh, listening to me wants to uh, is interested or wants to sponsor or host a revival experience in your city, in your area, in your local church, Email me at Pastor James Brandt, B-R-A-N-D-T, at gmail.com. I would love to come to your area. I don't, I, I don't require anything, just travel expenses. Get me there, and I want to explode with revival in that place. God is so good. Get ready, Detroit. Looking forward to connecting with you this Saturday at the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills, Michigan. Tune in next week, next Tuesday, at 12 p.m. Eastern. It's been a blessing ministering to you today. Go to jamesbrandt.org. Go to revivalpodcast.org. Listen to the same messages that I have. I want them to be a blessing to you. Detroit, see you Saturday. God bless.